to another Shooter History Challenge. Now, we're not quite at 55,000 subscribers, but we thought we'd celebrate early because I wanted to do a Christmas-themed quiz. I'm calling it the Great Tudor Christmas Quiz. We need some kind of jingle for that, okay? We do, definitely, yeah. And so I'm quizzing you on sort of Tudor traditions, Christmas traditions, Christmas foods, that kind of thing. Okay? Okay. Okay, and there's 16 questions and a possible 16 points. And you play along, obviously, and then you can leave your score in the comments. That would be good to see. Okay, Tim, number one, what date is the Feast of St. Nicholas? Well, I'm going to have to say that that's got to be St. Nicholas is for the Christmas. So we're going to go for December the 25th. Hopeless. I've been writing about this for years and sharing it all over the place for years. The 6th of December. Okay. You were only, what, 19 days out? So Half no. a point for December? <laughs> no, this is a Christmas quiz. Oh, okay. Okay, number two. On the Feast of St. Nicholas, which is the 6th of December, in medieval and Tudor times, it was traditional for a choir boy to be chosen as this. Oh, I think I know this one. Well, let's hope so. Let's hope I do. Is it Boy Bishop? That's right. Yay. Yep. And the Boy Bishop would lead services and preach during the Christmas period. So there you go. One point. Yay. Number three. On Christmas Eve, the men of the house, very sexist this, would go out and get this to bring into the home for the Christmas period. Oh. 12 days of Christmas. Now, I think they still do that here in Spain. Do they? Do they not? Go out and go and chop down a tree and bring back a log that they're going to burn over the Christmas period. I don't. I think they'd find a log that was already, because it would have to be nice and dried out, wouldn't it? So that's what it's So going out and getting a Christmas log. OK, I'll, I will give you a point for that. It's called a Yule log. OK, and they still do which that. Which is where we get the whole, yeah, the chocolate. I think they still do that kind of thing here. They used to, they would decorate it. It would be decorated by the women of the house with ribbons and then it would be burnt. Burnt by the men. Over the 12 days of Christmas. And it was lucky to keep a little bit of it for next year to start off the next year's Yule Log. That's a nice tradition. Yeah, I like that one. Off you go then. (laughs) (laughs) Number four. It was traditional to decorate homes with greenery, such as holly, laurel, ivy and rosemary. But there was no rush in those days to take these decorations down by Twelfth Night. When were they traditionally taken down? we, We joke about this. We do. Because if you don't get them down in time, then... Then something happens, which is question number five. Something happens, which is question (laughs) number five, and I can't remember what it is. February the 22nd? No, No, you just made that up. I made that up. Candlemas Eve. Is that a a movable feast? No, it's not. Candlemas is the 2nd of February, so Candlemas Eve is the 1st of February. Now we're being attacked by a fly. So, no. And then number five, so you didn't get that. I didn't get that. Number five, what could happen if you didn't take the decorations down by this stage? Evil spirits come into your house and cause trouble. Elves. Nearly. 
Gremlins? Gremlins? Begins with the right letter. Which one? G? Gnomes? No. I don't know. Goblins. Goblin, oh dear. I'm going to give you half a point. Half a point. Because goblins are quite. Goblins come into your house on, if you don't take your decorations down by. By Candlemas Eve. Candlemas Eve. Yes, you, you, yeah, goblins. Okay. There you go. Number six. Elizabeth I ordered this to be roasted and enjoyed at Christmas 1588 following the defeat of the Spanish Armada because it was the first meal that she enjoyed following the victory. So what was to be roasted as your main sort of meat for everybody? Christmas Day 1588. Well, it's not going to be something posh like swans then if everybody had to do it. Um, I would have to say pork, pig. No. Goose. Goose, or goose. Goose, roasted goose. Okay, I don't know how you pronounce this. Frumenti? Frumenti? Frumenti, yeah. Frumenti. Was a food enjoyed at Christmas, but what was it? And I don't expect you to completely give me all the ingredients, but just a kind of rough idea. It's a bit like a jam. So I would think it's not at all like a jam at all. So I have no idea if it's not it's like a jam. a bit a... like a jam, apparently. No. no. I think you're thinking of quince marmalade. Oh, that's quince marmalade. That's nice, too. No? No. It's a spiced porridge. Spiced porridge. It was made from cracked wheat with ale and then dried fruit like currants and cream. Got down, yeah, spices, wheat, cracked wheat, ale, spices, currants, egg, and cream. Okay. So a, a sort of rich porridge, which you'd have as a kind of a side dish. So, Are you marking no. all these as none? No. no. Number eight. I've only been writing about Christmas traditions since 2009, and Tim's been putting them on the website and uh, in Not the magazine, Tudor Society, Tudor Life magazine form. You'd think that some of it would go in. No, no hope. Number eight. This traditional wassail drink was made from mixing hot cider or sherry, or ale, with apple and spices. We've made this one. We have. Because you made it for your cooking videos. And I went, oh, frothy. Yes, lamb's wool. Yes! Yes, it was quite tasty, I seem to remember. It was, yes. Mm. Perhaps I'll have to share share that recipe. Share a recipe, that's a good idea. It was quite tasty. Number nine. How many ingredients were traditionally used in the Tudor minced pie? I don't want to know what the ingredients were, just how many ingredients were traditionally used. Can I have any kind of a clue? No. Um, Between 1 and 20. Well, okay. That narrows it down a little bit. Four ingredients. Well, that wouldn't get you very far with a mince pie, would it? You've got your flour and you've got your... You wouldn't even get past the pastry. fat stuff. (laughs) And your you meat and your flavourings out of a packet. 13 ingredients. Why? Because of the apostles. Extra Jesus mark. and the apostles. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so harsh. So harsh. <laughs> Number 10. What was different about the Tudor mince pie compared to our modern? Yeah, it's a savoury meat pie rather than a fruity thing which we have now. Yes, it contained meat. Yes. What meat did it contain, by the way? 
And I'm not giving you any marks for Lamb, this. This is just a guess. bone of mutton. Lamb. Because of the sheep shepherds, you know, the okay. story of the shepherds. Okay, number 11. This traditional Christmas vegetable made its debut in England in the 1580s. Christmas vegetable, though. So it's not like potato, because that's not it's, really particularly... It's a tradition of veg which appears on your plate today and did so in the 1580s. Wow. Mm, I'm going to say Brussels sprouts. And you would be... Correct. Hey, that was a good guess. Isn't that your favourite? I really, really hate Brussels sprouts. They're so bad. I love them. I don't like them when they're all mushy. I like them when they're a bit Not good. Not good. Number 12. This person would be in charge of organising the revelry and presiding over it for the 12 days of Christmas at court and perhaps with the guilds and that. Uh, Oh, I'm going to be annoyed when I... When you tell me the answer to this one. Um, Teasel, what are you up to? Um, She's not helping you. Maybe she knows the answer because she is quite good at Tudor history. Um, Here she comes. I don't know. She's not helping you. No, I don't know. The something fool. The Lord of Misrule. Oh, okay. Close. Number 13. What would you find at the bottom of the communal wassail cup or bowl? A coin of some kind of money thing. No. No? A crust of bread. Weird. And then that would be given to the most important person present. Okay. As a goodie, as an extra treat. We used to get money sneaked into our Christmas puddings and things at Christmas time. But this isn't a Christmas pudding, this is a drink. Well, I know, but I wonder if the tradition had come from the same thing, but no, obviously not. We didn't get bread at the bottom of our Christmas puddings. Number 40, I'm so disappointed with him. Not doing well, no. <laughs> really bad I hope you're doing all. better. Number 14, what is the name of the feast day commemorated on the 28th of December? St... And it's important here. Well, it's not King's Day, because that's obviously in January. St Stephen or something like that. No, St Stephen's is the 26th Boxing Day. Oh, I was pretty close then. I don't know. It's Holy Innocence Day or Child of Mass. Oh, and you're going to tell us something Which about that. Which is today, it's the commemoration of the children that were massacred by King Herod when he was trying to find and kill Jesus. And here in Spain, it's it's bizarre that they um, it's like April Fool's April Day. April Fool's Day, yeah. They play pranks, and I think that is because of the innocence of, of children. I think it harks back to that. We okay. had a prank played on us by our um, local barman, didn't we? Which Before confused we us because knew. we didn't really know we about thought, the what festival. What is he doing? It's not April Fool's Day, and then he told us. Yeah, he so we educated us. Yeah, we did. So no, you got that one wrong. Wrong again. Number fifteen. Twelfth Night or Epiphany, which is important here, isn't it? Yes. Was celebrated in medieval and Tudor times with a cake containing a hidden... And you should know this one. You should be good at this because it's still celebrated in the same way here. A hidden figure, a little king or something, like we have with our Roscons. That's today. What do they have then? There's also something else. Oh, the bean. Well done. Oh, we have a I'm going to give you a... half a point because oh. you got there in the end. Yes, it would 
contain a hidden being. Okay. And that person who found it would be the king of the feast. And also, sometimes according to poetry of the time, there might be a pea hidden in it as well. And the person that found the pea would be the queen. I don't know quite how they'd make sure that the man found the bean and the woman found the pea. They also cheated somewhat. Number 16. This day was the first, being the first Monday after Epiphany and was the day when things would return to normal and people would get back to work. And it was called Something Monday. So the first Monday after Epiphany, when things would start to return to normal after the 12 days of Christmas. Back to to work work. Monday. No, there must be a a posh name for it. Not posh, it's agricultural. Farming Monday. Nearly Plough Monday. Oh, Plough Monday. Plough Monday. Okay. Right. I don't get nothing for that. I am going to do some adding up. What do you reckon you've got? Terrible. Have four. I make it seven. Oh, seven out of sixteen. That's better than I thought. Not I was even going half marks. I'm going to check that again. One, two, five, six, and two halves. Well, thank you for that. Did you do any better than me? Because I hope you did better than me. Please say that you did better. I really hope you did better than me. No rewards for you, mate. Oh well. Happy Christmas, everybody, and thank you so much for subscribing to our videos. Bye. See you soon.